2: KCCN Television, Channel 10, the station that talks to the heart of cabin country.
3: Join us on Channel 10 every Thursday evening at 7.30 for another entertaining half hour of Lake Country Sommelier. Your weekly host for our weekly delving into fabulous flavors and good taste, your man Thursday, Lerald Munyon. As you well know, Lake Country Sommelier is KCCN's weekly offering to our loyal viewers, covering the wide world of comestibles, both highlighting and recommending the best of cabin country. Lerold will visit the wineries and breweries of Northland and review their many products. He'll open up the horizons, too, and visit local cheesemakers, dairies, farms, and meat markets to suggest great new products for your cabin's dinner table. And Munyan hasn't forgotten about the kids, either. As Lake Country Sommelier, Lerold will review the latest flavors that kids find so wonderful, from the latest in breakfast cereals to bubble gums and, yes, even toothpaste. The Lake Country Sommelier is there for you, That's Lake Country Samalier every Thursday evening at 7.30 on KCCN. KCCN Television, Channel 10, the station that
2: talks to the heart of Cabin Country. From the glow of St. Paul's number one, welcome to another edition of Cabin Country. Give us the time and we'll take you out of the traffic and away from the levee. Let's find the place where the loons call out among the moonlit waves, where the wind sighs among the Norway pines. Pull up a dock chair, have a sip of your coffee, and get a line in the water. This is Cabin Country. Now here's Bjorn Lloydstead, and I'm Fudd Klugman, with another woodland escape. Well, welcome back once again to Cabin Country. Here I'm we are, Fudd Klugman.
3: And I am Bjorn Lloydstead.
2: And uh, I'm, I'm going to say it right away, Bjorn. We've been kind of absent this Day summer. Wall.
3: Yep, yep. We have had a hard time getting
2: our act together. Or Without just, a doubt. Without well, a doubt.
3: There, there have been uh, some, some distractions. Some, there have.
2: Some things early this summer. Um, we each kind of had things
3: to, to do. and Correct. And you, you flew out of the country. I left. Where'd you go? Well, we decided to hop a plane to Reykjavik, Iceland. And I uh, observed cabin country Icelandic style, which is to say lots of little shacks on the volcanic soil looking out over the Atlantic. Interesting. Uh Very interesting. You almost need a four-wheeler to get to them. Huh. And uh, from there, it was kind of a quick overnight. And then into Norway. We were in Norway for a week and drove through the single most heavily waterfalled country I've ever, ever been to. Unbelievable. Oh, really? Yeah. Mid mid height kind of mountain ranges everywhere with just water, constant water falling. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. And we got to cruise across the fjords. Uh, there's hundreds of them, but I mean, we—I don't recall the name of the one we were on, but it was it was big. And uh, from town to town to town, you know, and just on a ferry, and knowing how deep that water is because it's yeah. they're deep, deep ocean cut inlets, and uh, and then seeing people in kayaks just kind of cruising along. On the wow. and thinking, there's 300 feet of water underneath <laughs> <Right>. you. <laughs> you know? and, like in, and Cuyuna Lake. Oh, you know? man. Wow. Yeah. So it, that was, it was just really amazing. And uh, then from there, an overnight at a farmhouse B&B in western Sweden and then to Copenhagen, Denmark. And then ironically enough it's been almost two weeks and you're thinking wow okay time to get back and start working on that show bjorn let's go <laughs> and i ended up for another few days in portugal visiting friends who had a place in lisbon portugal and uh the tagus river and i'm probably not saying that right someone will hopefully dot. you get the feel, call. Free to feel free to call o- and override absolutely correct um, but that was great and then um, a quick flight back to copenhagen for a night or two and then back Back in the USA. So, but that that was almost three weeks. Yikes. So there went June and, you know, the first two weeks of July. Yeah. I wasn't even around. So, but you, keeping the faith, decided I'm going up to the goal.
2: I took a solo trip, made a short, short video, which a handful of people have enjoyed. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, well, and on the way up, I even started recording. You know, like, um, well, I'll, I'll try a one, you know, a, a FUDcation podcast here. Sure. And, uh, you know, I even stopped at one of the wayside rests, and there was a plaque from the Minnesota Historical Society about the granite in the area being oh, so yes, old. And yes. I read it aloud and everything, and but something funny happened, it's like, after I got about three quarters of the way up there, I stopped recording my thoughts and just lost interest the rest of the trip (laughs) thinking no i i don't know this just doesn't feel right without bjorn here (laughs) by my side uh filling in with color commentary and reactions and so i just i just kind of
3: took it all in let it go and enjoyed the rest of the trip
2: which is kind of what happens even when we both go up there well well in fact we were just up there
3: exactly that and to add to our delinquency on the radio uh, yeah on the podcast sorry uh yeah, we we got we got to sneak in a trip right. away from families and away from work and head up and, and uh, wet wet a line again. And you did you did pretty good. I you did all right this time. That's not usually my 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 situation, but yeah, it was. There was there was baby's first largemouth, which someone, <laughs> if they visited the web page, saw me uh, gripping like a,
2: putting the bass, getting ready to
3: put the bass. Yeah, I was going to put <laughs> the bass back out into the little river. Bass put. Uh, like a shot. Yeah. Right. And then, um, and then I think, Fudd, you'd gone up to the cabin for a minute to check on something, or I don't know what. And, uh, I was just like, well, I'm going to toss one more out here. It's, it's kind of that 7 p.m. Yeah. prime time. Yeah. The late know. evening sun evening is down. Time. It's not, not quite dark yet, but I'm losing the ability to see very far. So I just gave it a couple more tosses. And, and all of a sudden I, you know, just, Dragging back into the, towards the dock and and that Abu Garcia, I think. Oh, the rod. Yeah. Yes. Totally yeah. doubled over. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, this this is legit, and it's and uh, and could see that I had a fairly decent sized largemouth on, and uh, got him up near the edge of the dock, and thought I'm going to reach down here and get a. Thumbing thumb his yap yeah. and hoist him up here, and, and he dove again, and then the rod tip snapped off. Wow! It's <laughs> just like listen to those carbon fibers snap. <laughs> yeah, just, <ba-ba-boom. laughs> I was Like oh great, I just broke one of Fud's <laughs> rods well, here, it's all right here. But yeah, so I managed to get him up out of the water with you know a hook buried through that kind of like nice hard plasticky side of the mouth. Yeah, the, the the barb went right through, and I was like, man, I. Can't say. So I was having a hard time getting that hook off. We'll just put it that way. And I was like, if this thing's still alive by the end of this, I will be amazed. And <laughs> then it was, you know, fighting off this chunk of rod tip that kept hitting it in the head. But yeah, yeah, you uh, you got a, a shot of it, which was yep. cool. And I think that made a, might have made the, the podcast page. And uh, I don't know, a pound and a half, two pounds. I don't know. It's decent sized.
2: Yeah, it would have been a good eating size because of the next. The next day, well, we went into town. Was it the next morning? We went to our, so. our, yeah.
3: Yeah. our, our usual yeah.
2: spot, and um, and I even bought a bag of like shore lunch or something equivalent. Yeah, you, know, you some were, seasoning.
3: We're gonna we're gonna have that kind of luck right. again. We,
2: next one we catch, we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fry it up and eat it. But of course. Ended up not
3: being the case. Sort the curse. The so I think we ate a lot
2: of foul. Fish, fish,
3: curse. Yeah. Oh, it was a it was a big weekend for a, turkey shaved turkey breast. and shaved ham. Yeah. <laughs> not again, without a, a doubt. Mine without was bacon doubt. flavored. Bacon f- flavored
2: Quite quite good. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and uh, mine was peppered. Peppered yes. turkey, and then the smoked pit ham. Which oh boy, you thought, what does that mean? Smoke? Okay, I get it. It's a, it's the the Baltimore tradition. Uh huh. Of uh, open open pit fire cooking,
4: smoking oh, etc. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah,
3: I mean, pit beef sandwiches—a big deal out there on the East Coast. Some of our East Coast listeners might. Be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's, it's they're kind of kind of renowned. But anyway, yeah. So we got that rod replaced, which was good because I felt yeah. very bad about that. I was like, "Good lord!" Well, you know, you left the dock. I destroy a rod, and haul out this leviathan, <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> I'll be darned! I, I I just grabbed him by the chops and kind of waved him back in the river. And after a moment, he took us took a moment, and he kind of those beady black eyes looked back up at me, and he, I could tell there was a certain amount of "screw you, buddy." And, <laughs> and <laughs> he went, and that was "I'm out
4: of here! I'm, I'm out of right. here!"
3: Excellent. You didn't kill me,
2: right? Better luck next time. Better luck next time. And I think our. Uh Old radio show of choice this trip was uh, The Mysterious Traveler.
3: Mysterious Traveler. We listened to a lot of Mysterious Number Travelers. Of those, yes. Couple a couple of whistlers. Yeah. But A lot of Mysterious Travelers. Mysterious Travelers. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Pretty pretty satisfying if you're part of our you know, old radio show appreciation society. Uh, yeah. We, we can hardly endorse The Mysterious Traveler. Right. Tales that will thrill you a little and... Chill you a little bit. Great stuff, great stuff. So settle back, get a good grip on your nerves, and be comfortable, if you can. As you hear the story I call, The Man Who Vanished.
2: We also saw some new wildlife sightings we had not really yeah, seen before. Yeah, the
3: osprey were back. There yeah. were a couple of osprey that were cruising around, and a young pair of uh-huh. eagles...
2: We, we, Bald also, eagles, we also, foxes. in the evening, heard a, 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 a sort of that screechy bark of the, I think it's the female... The vixen fox. Fox, yes. Yeah,
3: yeah. And it, that fox was in it to win it. I mean, that, the yeah. barking continued well going. into the night. Yeah, it was just...
2: I recorded it uh, you know for my wife because we're fans of all the BBC kind of mystery oh, yeah. dramas, those cozy ones, as they are called, because sure. they take place in quaint Fireside old... Tales you know, the rolling hillsides of, you know, the English countryside. And, Absolutely. And there's always the sound of a screeching <laughs> vixen fox, you know, <laughs> if it's not about a fox hunt, and then there's they're just back there. That and yeah. some kind of partridge or even a rooster pheasant. bird. Yes, <laughs> something of that kind. <laughs> but uh, we also saw some uh, unusual wildlife uh, in the big, black, hairy,
3: Oh yeah, man! I you know I it it it, it so thoroughly befuddled me that uh, no pun intended. That, uh, yeah, I think my mind tried to block it out. But uh, some Sasquatch sighting.
2: That's right. We we saw we saw Sasquatch, and not only that, uh, it was playing
3: an accordion, hey. an accordion for crying out
2: loud, playing the cabin yeah. country cabin theme. country theme song. It was quite amazing and frightening.
3: And uh, and, a, and a junior yeah. camper version. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sat, sat, L- little uh, dude, little, no, was little it, dude, uh, Sasquatch was <laughs> doing some <laughs> some for us on the dock. Uh, I don't
2: know what I don't know what you guys what are there, doing yeah. up
3: there, but you guys, know. I don't quite understand somehow what you do
2: here. Well, there is a new zoo up there, a few years old, a safari something or another. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. off three seventy one. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, they've got. Uh, I know they've got giraffes and such. Yeah, so yeah. Yep. Maybe, I mean, you know. Escapes. Yeah, es- they, escapee. They or, made it to the Gulf Sasquatches River. or apes. At any rate, we do have some some guests that we're, we're going to interview and that we just have interviewed. Right. In fact, we I suppose we better get into it because... Uh, She's probably listening, going like, "Guys, get get yeah, to my enough,
3: enough of this ribaldry." Let's I mean, that's great that you put. guys yeah. did
2: your fishing thing and all the yeah, that's wonderful. Singing gorillas, talk, talk
3: about old behave, uh, yeah. please. Talk yes. About, and yes, we will. We will. Her name is
2: Tavia Trulson. Yep, of Old Behave Balms. Correct. Last week we got a chance to hear her story and about about her stuff and about her mission and her passions, and it was great getting to know her. And in fact, I even. I already ordered some of her products, and it's just, oh, my gosh.
3: Relishing. Oh,
2: and I'm yeah. already I'm, I'm relishing. I, I got this uh, the one called Hibernate. It's kind of a body butter. You know, it's like a head-to-toe balm, I guess. Right, right. It yeah. smells of lavender. Good
3: for your skin, non-greasy.
2: Yeah. She'll explain some of these products better than, than we can, but I, I thought I'd order some and enjoy it firsthand
3: lived up to its billing, without a doubt so
2: and not only that but when she sends you her products she'll also send you lots of information about pollinators and how to consider growing a garden or even your lawn that sure. will attract pollinators Absolutely. and everything and it's just very very cool i mean you're,
3: well and let's not kid ourselves we haven't been real great towards you know with the various sprays and Oh, well, that's just true. that and the other thing that uh i mean there was a there was a short i mean it still is a shortage of pollinating bees mm-hmm. and insects not just bees i mean moths and, and flies there's all types of things that yeah. that are pollinators um we, we read the news out of the people's republic they've got Farm hands out pollinating plants with paintbrushes because you know there's a pollution problem to the point where they don't have pollinators. And oh my goodness! Uh, a lot of a lot of people in my neighborhood immediately planting pollinator gardens. A lot mm, of great. like anise hyssop and black-eyed Susan and purple coneflower and all kinds of cool things growing. And and I'm seeing bees. There are bees all over the place. In fact, we got a big big hydrangea that's right outside our front door, and you can hear it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Through the buzzing? It's, it's kind of good to hear again, because it, it cool. reminds me of a a crab, crab apple tree we had in my front yard growing up that was well-established, and in the spring, just a mass of white, white-pink blossoms, and oh, yeah. you, you could hear it several doors away. Oh, really? Wow. So many bees, you know, and I'm definitely going to take up one of Tavia's suggestions and and, and kind of seed over my lawn, I think, in the spring with... with uh, Pollinator friendly white clover. Cool. It's native. It handles drought. It looks good. And it's great for the environment. So, amen. I love it. We're that's, on board. That's and, you know, we could sit here and jabber about this all night long. Or right. we could actually let the true expert yes. have, have her say. So, I think yes. yeah, we'll turn things over to Don here at the controls. And uh, the, the next voice you hear will be that of Tavia Trulson from OBHAVE. B products. How did you arrive at? I'm gonna, I'm gonna create an empire of B products. This is gonna be
4: outstanding. <laughs> well, I certainly didn't
1: set out to start an empire. I think right now, what I would like to just create the best and most ethical and moral business model, and mm-hmm. be the best employer and worker employee sure. I can be, and of course. I am a one-woman show, so there's a lot to learn, a lot to take on right. in terms of um, all aspects of starting a small business and a small company, so I have it's an, a formal LLC, but I didn't start it off like, oh yes, this is how I'm going to make a living, this is the direction <laughs> of my
4: life. Right. <laughs> right. Not
1: at all. I, yeah. I actually, um, I had I was working three jobs in 2019 and 2020. I was working at Farm Table Foundation in Amory, Wisconsin. Okay. And um, that was part of my journey with regenerative agriculture mm-hmm. and supporting a really healthy food system. So food sovereignty is huge, mm-hmm. huge, hugely important to me and always mm-hmm. has been. And of course, the aspect of sustainability. And people wonder like what's sustainable? What is sustainability and what's sustainable development? Well right. to me it's so many things. Mm-hmm. And but to my heart it means just like growing real food and supporting real agriculture and supporting the families that are part of that system of creating healthy food and growing healthy food. And it Mm -hmm. comes down, it goes all down to the soil and how healthy our soil is. Right. And our soil, for the most part, because of, you know, the system that we've been living in for, you know, since the 40s and 50s. Like, it just has been, um, and particularly here in Wisconsin, you know, with, like, mono crops Mm -hmm. and farms that aren't using cover cropping that aren't giving the land a chance to rest and heal the soil from a lot of agricultural use you know there's just there are a lot of um really amazing families and old and young millennials and people that are actually just like you know things need to change and i'm moving back to the land to be part of that change so that's largely what brought me back home in 2019 as i mentioned earlier Mm and then 2020 was this, like, well, I'm doing a bunch of things, juggling some jobs. Um, I have been teaching for teaching yoga for 13 years. Also, I'm a instructor for Thai Yoga Bodywork. Okay. And those are just parts that have just, like, popped onto my path as I've been a student and as I've been working. Health and wellness is a big, big part of my world as well, as right. much as food justice and mm-hmm. working towards, like, climate change. And so... Prior to the pandemic, prior to March of twenty twenty, I was waitressing. Okay. Because that's a big part of like my immediate goal, waitress, continue to like look at our food system and right. yeah. make connections with people therein. And then I was I signed the I signed a lease at a wellness center to teach yoga in person to people rather than in studios. Or well, to continue at studios but also just to have my own personal space to do. sure. Things pandemic hit, yeah. lost those three jobs, yeah. and um, I don't sit still well. Yeah, So I moved on to, and it just happened to be just this perfect um, flow into an um, apprenticeship program at an organic microgreens farm. Oh, wow. So I moved on to an organic microgreens farm and started learning how to farm, and really was just looking at again, wow, this is like I love herbalism. I wanna mm-hmm. dive deeper into the study of herbs. Bees are just adorable. I want <laughs> to like grow flowers and I would love to just have my own little area to grow things. And so that's what I did on the farm. I had my little pollinator garden sure. and like still on the farm I was farming um on their acres and mm-hmm. learning how to grow veggies and Paper pot and all that. And um due to the way of farming, so if anyone's familiar with Elliot Coleman, he's from the East Coast and he does four season farming. He's written books, he's like very well known in the Regen Egg world. And he's like low machinery type farming. Okay. So my hands were just wrecked. My skin <laughs> was just wrecked. I received a book years, years ago from my friends Laura and Sunny. It's called Green Beauty. Sure. And there's recipes for skincare and how you can make it out of natural products. And I've made my own deodorant and toothpaste and other products for years. And I'm a huge skeptic of, like, products in the stores.
4: Sure.
1: So I just started tinkering in the kitchen. It, I mean, basically, it started like that. So, again, like, going back to, like, I didn't have this idea of an, a bee empire or that I was going to have <laughs> a business. I didn't even think it was going to turn into an LLC. I just yeah. was making this product for myself. And then... I asked the farmer if I could just sell some of my products, these like little tins, if I could just, yeah. just hustle them on the side and see <laughs> if they sell. All right? And she said, yeah, sure, why not? And so, I mean, it was pretty much born in that moment where I had the consent to move forward with this little enterprise. And um, the name Obehave, that started with, um, I was building um, pollinator habitat house.
4: Yeah.
1: And I was calling them bee havens. Mm-hmm. Instead of pollinator home or pollinator hotel. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was at my friend, uh, my friends Carrie and Doug's house. Um, Doug is an arborist. And so I was using his machinery and his saws to sure. build these little bee havens. And his wife, Carrie, gave me the idea to name my products behave.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And, you know, give credit where credit's due. So <laughs> that was just like. Thank
4: you, Carrie. Also, when
1: like the brand was <laughs> born, the brand that, name. There we go. But for me, it just clicks even deeper because of my background in social justice and my I mean, my master's in sustainable development, like behave also mm-hmm. represents like just be a better person, behave, mm-hmm. be right. the change you wish to see in right. the world. You know, like know who's making your products, know that they're not made in a big factory, like actually get to know me, Tavia, who's making the products, um, know the ingredients. They're all certified organic and I make small batches of these. I have compostable tubes for m- many oh, of wow. my yeah, okay. products, and yeah. then I also have recyclable tins. Just everything being really intentional became my mission, which has always been part of my mission because I did also do work in like, the fair trade world mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just taking strengths from previous a previous lifetime and pulling it into yeah. my own little business. So the year 2020 was mainly farming with on the side just kind of like tinkering around and working on like consistencies. And because I'm not a formulator mm-hmm. or a chemist by right. trade by any means. Sure. So it's been a learning process mm-hmm. for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it's just been honestly a walk of faith, talking to people, meeting people. The labels are super cute. And I owe and credit that to Taylor. She's a friend's brother's wife
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. and
1: she drew these beautiful flowers that incorporate bees into the the drawing which is now put i put it all on my my labels and, right. and um, it's just been like moment to moment step by step and just getting out there and meeting people and going to farmers markets finding where i fit in mm-hmm. to certain places mm-hmm. um distilleries and breweries are great because they have these makers markets and farmers markets right. and they're right just like really wonderful about supporting their local people and so i'll go and um i'm definitely my both my mother and father's daughter where i can talk for a long time (laughs) and i can definitely forget about sales and just talk for the whole time and but you know it's even like it's not even for me it's not even about the sales although that's very important right like it's the the message and education behind what this means behind what OBehave stands for and and yes it's an awesome product that i feel really i feel really proud of how the consistency feels and um and actually to that a good friend of mine saji he used to work i hope i'm not calling him out on this but like he used (laughs) to work for the veda institute or for the veda i should say um as a formulator and chemist and this was many many years ago and we just connected during this time of me doing this and He's come now twice to watch me in my process, and he's given some really wonderful suggestions to help cool. make my life easier because right. I was melting everything in these mason jars, and just my process was, like, super labor-intensive. labor, labor intensive. Yeah. And now I have a wax melter, and now I'm just, like, just slowly tweaking things so that the process is easier. And then now that I'm in two shops, I can, like, bulk up a little bit, right. but still... It's still like very small batch. Very yeah, small yeah, batch. Yeah. So it's been just, like I said, it's been a walk of faith and, you know, following my, my truth and really mm-hmm. believing in like, this is something that is of service to nature and the earth. And also it's really good and healthy for people. Right. And um, yeah. And I'm just really thrilled that it's been supported and that people love it. And I could honestly, I, I will stop talking, but I I could go <laughs> on about the people who have come up to me and, have just loved the products and it's like that's also what has continued to keep me going right. I wouldn't maybe I would have stopped had people just not given me those affirmations sure. and praise you know sure, like
4: sure.
1: hearing that the muscle rub is effective and that mm-hmm. it is like this woman came up and gave me a hug she was like don't you let anybody tell you that this stuff doesn't work this has <laughs> this I'm in con- constant chronic pain and I feel so good right now awesome. and I just was like <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> the tears yeah. of
3: joy. Oh, so yeah. I'm j- out of curiosity, now I, I guess, kind of doing a, a slight twenty degree turn here. What, what are some of these products?
1: The muscle rub is one that I'm particularly proud of because more goes into that one. So mm-hmm. I do infusions. I have um, mm-hmm. again, everything's organic and certified organic through the non-GMO project. The cold pressed olive oil that I use, I put that in with cloves so i have organic cloves and then organic mint leaves Mm -hmm. and so i do infusions with that once that is been infusing for like a month to three months oh wow then i'll take that and then i'll add it to my my batch that i'm making Mm -hmm. so the recipe and i don't mind sharing this because (laughs) like my product's anybody who has the time can make Mm -hmm. these i'm not about you know like hiding every ingredients are on the packaging so it's all there for you so you know what you're putting on your skin you can pronounce the ingredients
4: sure
1: um so it's you know local beeswax yep cacao butter Mm -hmm. shea butter those are like the solid and form items yeah then there's a whole hobo oil which is also a wax
4: okay
1: um sweet almond oil hemp seed oil cold pressed olive oil coconut oil and vitamin e oil wow So, with regard to the muscle rub, there's so the infusion, so that infused Mm -hmm. oil. Mm -hmm. In addition, I use uh, natural menthol crystals. Got it. And then I add the essential oils of clove, which is warming, a warming essential oil. And then mint, largely peppermint, and I'll dash like some spearmint and wintergreen. I love it. I love the way it smells and Mm -hmm. it feels nice on the muscles. And it's also just, it's a, so these are solid lotion bars that I make. So they are, creamy. They are, um, they melt to the heat of your skin. Mm-hmm. So they're not like balms or salves tend to be really runny and greasy. It's they're greasy, awesome. Yeah. They're very ointment delight. Sure, so they're okay. great. I just wanted to make a product that was more shelf stable and mm-hmm. that you could like, it wouldn't hit heat and then melt everywhere. Right. I have a chai tea lotion bar. Oh wow. And I call it chai tea bumblebee. This is a Quite your bank for your buck because there's fennel cardamom cinnamon clove and vanilla oh wow and it smells like a chai tea latte it is so yummy i <laughs> you know, like just want to <laughs> oh eat it, it right
3: so good. i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> i've got some nephews and nieces who might chew on the bar actually if you're not careful i mean it smells, yeah and i wouldn't good.
1: suggest eating it albeit like this is all safe to eat but with like <laughs> cinnamon and clove like there's certain essential oils that like I'm not going to endorse or say, like, yes, it's right. safe for you. Like, right. Go
3: ahead and spread some on toast. Yeah, no, we're not going <laughs> yeah. to go that <laughs> direction. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Not a bad idea for a future product. <laughs> you never know. Like, yeah. Put it on your body and on
3: toast in the morning. <laughs> wow.
1: But, like, this one is a little bit spicier, so certain skins that are more sensitive, mm-hmm. which I've met plenty of people that have very sensitive, like, sure. Irish skin. So okay, they, yeah. So they, you know... They can't have certain ingredients on their skin. So right. I would say not this one because cinnamon essential oil can burn, burn on yeah. some skin. It
3: can be a burning.
1: I tell people, put it on your feet. Your feet can handle it. There you it. go. Like there
3: you so go. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or hands, I would think, like, you know, those farmer's hands you were talking about. To heck with corn huskers lotion. That oh, yeah. was my parents, you know, oh, put their this on. And I was like, now I can slide around and not open door handles. This is totally useless. You know, where for was, like two hours, know, where were the o Behave products their when I was, yeah, fighting? fighting. Just
2: sit for a while while it absorbs. <laughs> yeah,
4: for yeah, next... exactly.
1: Or put gloves on and then yeah. still yeah. be challenged. Yeah, yeah,
4: absolutely. Well,
1: I like to say mm-hmm. that my my products. I when I'm at markets, I have samples on the table for people. Mm-hmm. So testers are really important. So you can smell them, you can feel them texture wise, and you can put on your skin. What I always love—I mean, this is where I get weird because I'm like, "Oh, let me put this on your let me put this on your arm or or try this." Yeah, because I want people to see that it actually goes into their skin, so it's not just a slippery, glidy, mm-hmm. greasy. It mm-hmm. like actually is absorbed by the skin, mm-hmm. so it's like lotion, right. But it's healing and moisturizing.
3: Exactly, exactly. So we've seen a couple cool products here. Is there something Show else you more. want? To, yeah, let's let's see some more here, Tavio.
1: For my signature blends, I'll just. List them because the names I'm really proud of. This is part of my teaching myself how to be a brand strategist cool. and to like really cultivate an image for the company, mm-hmm. which is totally focused on conservation. Right. So, OBHAVE Body Care is the name of my company, and I call it conservation through body care. So, when I'm at markets, I not only have the samples, but I also have a lot of free information from sure. Xerxes Society. They're out of Oregon, I believe Portland, Oregon. And then there's Pollinator Friendly Alliance, Mm -hmm. which is out of Stillwater, Minnesota. Lori is the executive director. She's amazing. And like other conservation organizations and like the Bee Lab from the U of M. And Mm -hmm. I have free information for people to take home about native pollinators specifically and also like what they can plant in their yard to attract in pollinators. There you
4: go.
1: Ideas and suggestions for what they can do to protect these amazing invertebrates and to tie in again like my food justice background and, and love
4: mm-hmm.
1: one in three bites of food is made possible for us by pollinators right by right. native pollinators so we have you know bumblebees we have um hummingbirds bats wasps Moths. butterflies yeah. yeah yeah but then they're so important and they get killed and destroyed when we put chemicals down Absolutely. and when we're not really caring for the land in the good way right so I have this information for people. So the names of these products that I'm going to read for you as like the global warming muscle rub is just kind of like, I just thought that was cute and funny
4: because <laughs> global
1: warming, it's like hot and cold. Right. So I right. hot, hot and cold.
4: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a total
1: pun nerd. That's... Ask my friend Ayla, we went camping on Friday and she was like, do you like, you've these memorized, right? I'm like, no, <laughs> this is just my gift to the world. Oh, like this boy. just comes to me. It
3: just happens naturally. <laughs> oh, it's, that's great. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah.
1: So I have be strong which when i say the word b it's b e e
3: of course right of course i would hope
1: and <laughs> this is clove and cedarwood so oh, this wow. is kind of like more nice. of like the masculine grounding sure. smell yeah. um, all the ingredients are again the same i'll tell you whenever and when anything's mm-hmm. a little bit different mm-hmm. um, but as i mentioned to you those nine ingredients are in mm-hmm. the base recipe and then the essential oils are what make the difference cool Then i have be the change mm
3: mm-hmm.
4: mhm
1: and this is rosemary, wintergreen, and lemongrass.
4: Now that, Which, by that's... the way, these
1: are the compostable tubes that I use.
4: Right, right.
1: So these are earth friendly and earth safe. You can put them into your compost. You can put them into the garbage trash oh, that's if they cool. fall out of your bike when you're biking. It's totally safe for the earth. Right. And those are about uh, three ounces. So they're nice and heavy yeah. they last a while you push so you remember like those push pops yeah. yeah push-ups yeah <laughs> i used it's to love
3: push those Push up from yes. the bottom yes
1: yeah. so zero plastic no like twisty or anything like that
2: easy to apply
1: super easy to apply yeah. and this is actually like this came in super handy in 2021 when it was still like i don't know do we go out what do we do mm-hmm. people didn't want to put their hands into anything they did not mm-hmm. want to touch anything so you can just hold the tube And then just roll it on your skin.
4: Right.
1: And I actually have a lot of nurses and postal workers and teachers. Many of, like, these people have been buying from me and have been, like, repeat clients or purchasers.
4: Sure.
1: Um, Oh, my gosh. Mad respect to the postal workers because, wow. I mean, because, first, the the jobs that they do and, like, the work that they do is so important and just, like, they're nonstop. And mm-hmm. if you ever look at the hands of a postal worker, they have like bandages and their fingers are taped up because they're just constantly working with paper that's right. drying out their hands,
3: sucking the moisture so right out of their skin. I've
1: been really blessed to have met some postal workers who have bought from me and just getting their feedback again is right. part of that. Like, it's just been really encouraging to continue doing this, just well, knowing that it like helps that person right. and these people. And
3: and for them too, and, the, the non greasy thing that's like massive because they're. You don't want to find greasy handprints <laughs> <laughs> on, your, <laughs> on, your letter, <laughs> on your letters mail and yeah. bills and mail. Yeah. So that that's that's pretty big.
1: So the Be a Wildflower Child has no essential oil. So people can actually put this on and then they can put their cologne or perfume if they don't want my aromatherapy blends. So this is like just the raw organic ingredients. Um, men put this in their beard. You could put this in your hair. There's a okay. guy who makes, he's a barber by day and makes hot sauces by night. And we met at a market. And he was like, You should sell this as beard balm. And I don't do that because <laughs> I don't have a beard myself. Right. Yeah. You know, it's gonna say you seem deficient I'm in
4: beardish. 36, it's, uh, yeah. Not yet,
1: but I'm not like gonna sell any products that I don't use myself. Right. You know, right. so yeah. right. I wanna be an expert at what I'm putting on my skin and not okay. just be like, Oh but it's great that he and other people buy it for the beard. Oh, so I can, cool. you know, say Yeah, you're good to go. So this other one is Be natured. Okay. Um there's uh cedarwood palmarosa and rosemary essential oils. Then I have Breathe Busy Bee and this one is um eucalyptus and lavender. And then Pollen in Love, which I'm very proud of. That's my most recent one.
3: Not bad. Very
4: nice. <laughs> Not yes. bad.
2: Yeah,
3: that's that's pretty good.
1: That's hey. lavender and ylang-ylang. It has a really beautiful floral yeah. scent and it is just like my mom actually is, she's Leaving to go out of country uh, in a couple of days, and she's bringing gifts to her friends in Scotland. Oh, and very cool! I was like, for the ladies, pollen in love.
2: There you go, wonderful.
1: This last one that I have to share is with lavender and bergamot.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: And this is actually a, a hot seller. I call it hibernate.
2: Yeah, hibernate. So it's my bedtime wow. blend. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah.
1: And if you guys are familiar with the word bergamot, you'll know that it, that's bee balm, otherwise okay. known yeah. as Monarda fistulosa. And it's uh, a wild prairie native that grows here, and they are big attractors of bumblebees. Right. So it's amazing to, you know, just go up and smell them, but also to observe bumblebees trying to get their pollen. The
3: the leaves of bee balm just smell amazing. It's incredible. And they have turned it into a, you know, a cultivar where you can they sell it in nurseries and stuff and they go this one is blue and this one's purple and this one's red purple and i'm like yeah but i like the stuff that grows in the prairie you yeah. know and i think i'm gonna guess the pollinators prefer the stuff that's growing in the prairie and it just smells more earthy and real you know it's yeah just, it's, you're
1: actually totally onto something because a lot of the bee balm that is like bright blue or really nice
4: beautiful red yeah, yeah.
1: Those have been genetically
4: modified.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yep.
1: So the best is found in nature, as she does. She does it well, better yes. than us humans. Yes.
2: We'll have more from Tavia Trulson after these important messages. <laughs>
3: Western Minnesota's Rapid Knits is proud to continue offering the finest in knitted mittens and scarves. We've been there to offer you winter-ready mufflers and warm knit headwear to keep necks, hands, heads, and faces warm and dry throughout the coldest of winters. And our lightweight summer knits are great for the spring through early autumn as well. Rapids Knits. We're looking to the future of knit goods with a bold new move. Siberian and Samoyed woolens. What? That can't be accurate. Well, you've heard of, or possibly owned, alpaca knits, angora knits, or cashmere knits. What are these but woolen sourced from some of the softest animal coats out there? Samoyed sled dogs and Siberian cats also boast some of the softest, purest fur on the market. And like all other wool-producing animals, they'll produce that wool their entire lives. And nothing takes to a natural dye like the pure white fur of Samoyeds or Siberians. Some of the daring new ideas from Rapids Knits include Samoyed Knit Slacks or Samoyed Fisherman Sweaters. And let's not shortchange our little Siberian cat friend. Siberian mittens and headbands are very warm and fairly water resistant. Siberian socks or house slippers will keep your feet warm all winter, and your cat may decide they make a warm new friend that's fit to take a nap on. It is recommended that Samoyed or Siberian knits are dry cleaned, But aside from that, you'll have a hard time finding warmer winter clothing to keep you warm and toasty throughout the bleak midwinter.
2: Rapids Knits, the official woolens provider for the Minnesota Timber Beasts. Hey yo, young listeners in Cabin Country. If you're trying to make sense of the crazy, confusing young adult years, Lifelong besties Bjorn and Fudd are here to listen to your personal dilemmas and sip tea Gossip On our new call-in segment, Cabin Country Tea Slaps Our first caller tonight is Ella
1: Hey guys, my boyfriend keeps pressuring me to use 8-ounce yellow jig heads with black paddle tails when we fish crappie, But I really like using quarter-ounce pink jig heads
0: with chartreuse curly tails
2: Ella, who catches more crappies?
0: Well, I do.
3: Well, there you go.
0: I never gloat about catching more fish, but when I try suggesting
1: he use a pink jig head, he gets so pouty and withdrawn.
3: Ella? You might want
2: to practice catch and release. Go ahead, Leo. You're on cabin country.
0: Uh, yeah. Do you guys think girls really care about how big your boat motor is? Now, I've got an 18-horse, and it gets me where I need to go, you know, but I see a lot of dudes flying past me 90 or 150 horsepower motors, and they always seem to have girls with them.
3: They're just flexing, Leo, but don't be fooled by the flash and speed. Those motors may go twice as fast as your motor, but I'll bet the girls get bored twice as fast as as well
2: really sure most of those dudes as you call them just like to jump in the boat ramp up the motor to full throttle out on the lake for a bit and then head back girls might find that thrilling at first but when the ride is over I can tell you a lot of them are thinking they might have enjoyed it more if they took their time saw more of the lake and could actually talk over the sound of the motor
3: running at full blast you really don't need a super fast motor to show a girl a good time do you Leo I guess
2: not Our last caller is Mariah.
1: I'm not sure I can go on seeing my boyfriend because he just confessed to me that he doesn't like s'mores. I just don't think I can be with someone who doesn't eat s'mores. Do you think we should break up?
3: Uh, Uh, well, that's all we have time for, I'm afraid. Me and Fudd got a blast, but we can't thank you enough for spilling your tea. Gossip with us here in cabin country. It was real valid. Until next time, Keep it real and stay true.
2: Now back to Bjorn Fudd and special guest Tavia Trulsen on Cabin Country.
1: So I have like a partial sleeve tattoo. So that's like my arm from my shoulder down to my elbow. Wow. And my friend who gave me part of that tattoo, he owns a tattoo shop called The Winter Ship. And his mm-hmm. name is Jonah. And he's been tattooing for, I think, over 30 years for a long okay. time. And yeah. um, he was one of my earliest supporters and bought bombs from me to have in his tattoo shop. And from that connection, I made for the public a tattoo care.
4: Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Because the new ink needs, you got to cover it and protect it
1: and for pre-existing tattoos it's really nice it it brings it out i have a a friend who has supported me and he's like my tattoo is like shinier and brighter than it's ever been nice you know our skin needs moisture and absolutely i think it's easy to forget about you know the tattoos that That's on our skin. Our skin is constantly scaling off. And so part of that is we lose bits of the color of our tattoos. And so just keeping the skin hydrated and moisturized really locks in the color and preserves the tattoos. And they aren't cheap. You want to save your money. You know, you want that look for a while. At least I do. Yeah. So I've got that. So I've got the lotion, the solid lotion bars. I have the tattoo bars. I have the global warming muscle rub. I also have the.
3: dog bomb dog 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 oh my goodness fud here you go oh my gosh (laughs) let's hear it let's hear what it he's a he's he's a a proud proud and upstanding dog owner i'm a proud supporter of a family who loves dogs (laughs) (laughs) well said well said (laughs) Here we go
2: so let's see what this dog bomb is all about
3: yes
1: yeah curious so um have you guys heard of musher's secret
3: no, no. no. Mushers' oh, secret wow, is a real great. good secret because I yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> don't know it. <laughs> the
1: only thing that I'm familiar with that's on the market mainstream, so like in the on the shelves in many places, mm-hmm. is Mushers' Secret. So, musher isn't like
3: dog like, dog sled. Dog mushing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yep. So, whether it was um, Alaska or Canada, I don't know which country, but sure. um, it was created for people who are taking their dogs out and. You know, huskies mushing and or work dogs, and so they have. You know, their paws are constantly getting the extreme weather conditions. Mm -hmm. But many people here that are not mushing their dogs, they also have the same issues with their animals, with salt being put down on the sidewalks, Mm -hmm. with um, like I think it's called heat burn or heat rash or something. That like when it's really hot out, the dogs walking can like it can just be really drying and really intense. So. Cracked paws are a thing as well as cracked elbows and like boxers and certain breeds of dogs get really dry noses and cracked noses. So I formulated a a product that is, in my opinion, better than Mushroom Secret because it's organic and it's made locally and there are more ingredients in it. Uh And some of the ingredients on Mushroom Secret, like it's a great product, but some I just don't know what what the things are on there.
4: Sure.
1: So, um, yeah, so I created this, and the kudos and the um, credit goes to my friend Paul Wolf. He and his family breed and raise Griffins, and they're hunting dogs, and uh-huh. they are used for hunting. Yep. And they're a lovely family who love their dogs, and they were also one of my original supporters. Oh, cool! His parents and Paul, and um, actually, it's Paul's brother mm-hmm. who's married to Taylor, who did the beautiful floral design. So it really <laughs> uh-huh. like all comes full the Community, Yes, yeah, and a walk of trust.
3: A- absolutely.
1: And so, Paul was the one that suggested mushroom secret idea. Right. So, thanks to him, I have this. And, and also, thanks to him, people love this and yeah. have been buying it for their pets. You put it on your pet's paws at night before they go to bed and just let it soak in overnight. Um, or if your pet is just laying around and put it into their paw... Um, cause it does need a little bit of time to soak in, of course, but mm-hmm. the best part is that it's lickable and safe for them Yeah, they,
3: to, hey. they won't get sick from it. So right. they will
1: not get sick from
3: it. Yeah. It's it. I think putting it on a cat's paws when <laughs> my, my cat's not going to have it. So it's like <laughs> you, you're, you're taking your life in your own hands if you're trying to get anywhere near your paws, but, uh, wow. dogs Maybe seem to like, kind of enjoy put a treat it in
1: yeah. one hand and then like right. have like a little bit of the yeah. balm in another hand. <laughs> it's, <just, like, laughs>
3: it's dried chicken. And <laughs> ignore what, and pay no attention to the hand behind the curtain. Yeah, it's it's yeah. crazy stuff.
1: Maybe I can make one chicken flavored
3: <laughs> chicken balm. <bomb. laughs> How do you word the? You, you gotta get bee in there somehow though. Um,
1: bee hmm. chicken? Don't be a chicken. Don't be, don't
3: be there. A you chicken. go. There you go. Yeah, cat cat paw balm. Don't be so cowardly. I don't, know. Uh, <laughs> don't be a chicken. You gotta get chicken. It's work. Fried chicken large. <laughs> it's a chicken thing. Yeah, well, yeah to It's
1: okay. Well, I'll take. I'll, yeah, I'll come back yeah. We'll you get, get your, your, your
3: your mind going
1: on that one the last items that i'm really proud of are i have my lip balms Mm
3: -hmm.
4: so
1: there's sugar free and gluten-free flavor and then i sweeten them with hilltop farms honey which is a Mm -hmm. local couple that i get the honey from interestingly they've known me since i was three years old they were at the same church i was baptized at so wow they know me i know (laughs) them we're supporting one another right they're super sweet and um i have Four different flavors. So I have bubblegum, which is, you know, the classic, and it's for kids. I have a lemon, Mm -hmm. a lemon and honey. Mm -hmm. I have a mint and honey. And then I have a raspberry. And the raspberry one is a hot seller. If you can see here, there's a little tint of vintage
4: red pearl powder.
3: So it's almost, uh, hey, your lips are soft, and they look good. You know, that's cool. That's excellent. Has Obehave as a product crossed into Minnesota?
1: I will say in my car I crossed Minnesota for markets.
3: Okay. Uh-huh.
4: Yep.
1: In stores this has been very new because mm. I haven't Adventure, been yeah. I don't have a website. Okay. So I, okay. what I have is a linktree sure. site and I will give that to you guys. Cool. Um or I can even say it here if that's better on the podcast.
4: Either um, or it's, both.
1: It's a link it's a linktree for Obihave. Okay. And on that web page are mm. links for people to find me. So everyone right. has a different comfortability and connection to social media. Sure. So my email's on there. So you click on that link, brings you straight to, you can email me direct. Right. If you're on Facebook and you're like, oh, I just use Facebook a lot because I'm, on, a, I'm not on that work and I right. tinker around on there and right. I like reading things. I have a lot of um, information about where I'm going to be and what I'm up to okay. and free pollinator information that I post. Yeah, so absolutely. like educational information, that's my Facebook. I'm an Instagram. There's videos and photos. And then where you can find me at what markets I'm at. So it's like, to fi- it's like where to find me. That's in- right. Instagram.
4: Right.
1: And then more recently is TikTok because... I was told to do it by Gen
4: by Gen Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yep. I'm like,
1: oh, you guys understand I'm an old millennial. I don't do this. And they're like, no, but you need to. But you have so
4: to. I've been embarking on that.
1: And it's right. um it's the behind the scenes. It's me behind the scenes and like okay. what goes into this and like the supporters and the people that are really giving me a hand. And right. so I actually really like it. And I think like all platforms presence are really necessary and good for people to see the transparency of who I am and what I'm doing. But people can reach out to me direct order. I have um, a $75 minimum for orders because, Mm -hmm. again, it's just it's a lot of going back and forth. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really encourage people to come and meet me because I love to meet people. Mm -hmm. I really love to know the people who are buying my product. And I also understand that that's not always possible. So I like to find a good, healthy meeting point. Right. Um in terms of where people can buy my products, well, if you're ever in uh is it New Richmond? I feel like I'm going to get I'm saying the wrong yes. place, but I'm I'm going into uh a store at an orchard.
4: Okay.
1: Um an orchard farm and then it they're going to be or they are in Florida right now. So Florida. um Okay, yeah. Someone who has a company called Eco Endeavors. Nice. Josh Erickson, he has them in his shop. Okay. So Very cool. It's, you know, my hope is to continue this, yeah. so then the information and the the importance of pollinators and conservation yeah, that message is spread, and right. and then I, yeah, but I really like meeting people. So I guess the best way is to come find me at the markets.
3: They'll find you at the markets, and then you get to shop the markets too, right? Support yeah. some farmers, absolutely.
2: How do, what, what's the future like for
3: Oh Behave, where is it going? Yeah, yes. what's it going to look like? All right, uh, what are you doing two years this? from now, yeah. young lady? <laughs>
1: If anything, my hope for like next steps, which I am actively doing, so again, mm, I'm not just mm. being like some woo-woo spiritual millennial
4: <laughs> here. Like I,
1: I trust <laughs> me, I have like notes up to the wazoo. I have post-it notes. Sure. I have um, whiteboards. I'm I'm doing all that stuff. Right. So you know, it's kind of like a crime scene investigation on a whiteboard. <laughs> like <laughs> I would love to start cultivating my needs and like roles in, in which. People can help me with their expertise. My hope is to really make clear my needs to find then interns, mm-hmm. because interns in colleges, whether they're in marketing or they're in you know chemistry, just mm-hmm. to reach out and say, "Hey, I'm a small business. I do GrassWorks work, and this is where I'm at, what I'm doing, and this is." These are my needs. If you're interested in helping me, I would love to support you in your academic journey and work with you and be like a super solid reference for the work that they do with helping me. And so and also if anybody wants to help me at markets, because it's very time consuming and labor intensive to load up
0: the car and
1: drive to a market and be there all day and and set up and take down. It's you know, it's still very much as they say, a hustle. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, using like time. You know, what's what's more important at the end of the day? And sometimes I just want to be in the garden or like hang out Mm -hmm. with the animals. And I know that sounds very privileged. It's very, very privileged. Um, I don't want to run myself to the ground, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to push my business like it has to make money. It must be this. It must be that. So finding other people that can join me and take some of the workload off my shoulders, but because they're better at it than I am, and then can do it quicker and more efficient, like, that's what I see for the future of Behave. And then, cool. you know, on a bigger scale, yeah, have, um, be in more stores, being local shops, and I think where I'm at with the quantity of products and the different array of mm-hmm. items, I think I'm at a good place to stop, even though I am creating a toothpaste that I'm going to call prairie paste, no. or no. prairie something.
4: Cool, wow, yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah.
1: And then the other thing, I call it Pit Pollen. Do you want to <laughs> okay. guess what that product is? My, do you want to guess? What
2: pit, do you think? pit Pollen?
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Deodorant perhaps? Pit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no sweat. Okay. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> yes. Be Fresh. be Outstanding. That's outstanding. awesome.
1: When I was at markets, people would ask, oh, do you make deodorants? And I, I would respond, I do, but for myself. And then I yeah. thought... Well, I want all my products to have beeswax in them because yeah. that's just kind of the thing. So I experimented with some recipes on myself and then on my dad. So you know how like companies uh-huh. will have an R and D team, yeah, a yeah, research yeah. and development Absolutely. team. Yeah, yeah. I have an M and D team.
3: Mom and dad team. <laughs> mom and dad team. <laughs> yeah. right. Awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful.
2: You're quick to get that.
3: <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> hey, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm, it's just. Oh, that's awesome. We're clicking on all cylinders here. So. Mm.
1: Another part of my like business goal for mm-hmm. like the future of Obave and for myself is that this does become a sustainable business model for my life, so that I can have land and grow a prairie and grow food, and that all these things can be free for people. Like sure. I do believe that food should be free, that we like, and that we all can learn how to grow food. And I know n- not many people have the time for that, and it also is a luxury. And it's mm-hmm. you know, but it's just something that you know, having a home on land is part of. Fun. This beautiful vision for my future. Sure. And with that said, my Linktree account is um, Linktree. If anybody's unfamiliar, it's l i n k t r dot e e. And then it's um, slash O H B E E H A V E. So it's very simple O behave. So you can even probably just type in Linktree and then O behave. And, um, and then those are all the ways of getting a hold of me. But I'm, I'm very reachable and very much available. And I just really like to connect with people. So
3: Outstanding. Well, great. Hey, thank you so much, Tavia. It's been great having you on. Again, the product line is called Obave, And uh, the link tree, you'll find out where to meet Tavia herself and buy a whole bunch of stuff. Yes, because it's good Couldn't stuff. Couldn't hurt either. Yeah. All right.
1: Thank you guys so much.
3: Absolutely.
1: And don't forget, guys, behave.
3: There okay. we go. And send us good of pictures. All right. Thanks, Have yes. a great night, Davia. <laughs> Thank you so Take much. Take care. Good bye night. Bye. Bye-bye.
4: Bye.
2: Don't go away just yet. Bjorn and Fudd will return in just a moment.
3: Greetings live from the Chain of Lakes area in beautiful Minnesota, the original home of the outdoors lifestyle. Fudd and Bjorn, it is time for the weekly check-in from the broadcast home of KCCN Radio. I'm live at the corner of Burr Oak and Jensen and ready to bring you the latest updates for Cabin Country. Let's go first to Ted Bostwick reporting from Holland Walleye's Bait and Tackle on the edge of town. What's the local weather looking like, Ted? Well,
2: Bob, the day is looking seasonally appropriate. Low 80s in the a.m. angling prime time and, and low 90s and clear yet again for evening anglers. We were humid earlier in the week, Bub, but our dew points seemed to sink again by the weekend. The earlier stickiness of the week may result in some thunderstorms, so anyone heading out in the water should keep that in mind. The weather bobber high atop Holland Walleyes is glowing green today, meaning blue skies for today into tonight. Sunrise today, Bub, was beautiful and took place at 5.53 a.m., while this evening's golden hour and eventual sunset will begin around 8.30 p.m. What's biting around the area, Ted? The Chain of Lakes area is seeing seasonably appropriate walleye and panfish angling, bub. And the largemouths are ornery and full of fight. Good day's angling waits anyone who is interested in shore casting with jitterbugs and colorful jigs. Spoons are still bringing luck for the trollers out there, bub. Maybe up the ante with an addition of a salmon egg or pork rind. For the relaxation crowd, bluegills and other panfish are suspended near the surface at this time of year and hungry. Drop anchor, add a bobber and have at it current favorite panfish locales include the friendly confines of cross lakes moonlight bay and the quiet waters of the often overlooked island lake plenty of fish from pumpkin seeds to black crappies for the state fish walleyes are still lunging at blue purple and black rubber worms and it's not necessarily a bad idea to attach a spinner at the top of the rig
3: are you keeping cool out there in your tracker when it's in the nineties
2: ted well it's t-shirt and shorts weather bub flip-flops on the feet And maybe a cooler full of Frosties, too.
3: (laughs) 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 Oh, what baits are currently for sale at Hall & Walleyes, Ted?
2: Well, bub, we've got bait-holding tanks full of every minnow imaginable. And the refrigerator full of high-season crawlers and waxworms. You can always pick up a jar of salmon eggs, bub, and they won't let you down. The leeches are plentiful and in the fridge, bub, and they never seem to fail. And remember, we've also got a wide range of flavored and scented plastic baits good fishing to all this is ted bostwick signing off from and walleyes bait and tackle
3: thank you ted remember that the range is open for summer trap shooting tonight at the white pines regional owls club bring your own ear protection the fish fry season is up and running as well many establishments across cabin country are offering bass panfish and walleye usually in an all-you-can-eat format will save you a seat and several ramekins of tartar sauce (laughs) a reminder too that cracklin jack pines is one of many establishments that will fry your catch for you if you bring it in they always offer those classic fish fry sides like slaw and twice cooked fries oh boy that'll wrap things up at this juncture thanks for listening we'll be back again soon with another chain of lakes area report until then this is bob nesterfels signing off
2: I was kind of thinking that Tavia's, she's kind of like a pollinator herself. The way she works, she just loves to meet people, right, and um, talk conservation and talk about her business and learn Spread about other the yeah. people's business and, yep, you know, and all the farming or bee raising and all that kind of stuff. It's, the
3: ultimate goal, too, of owning. Owning some land and, and turning it into, I, I like the combo platter she was setting up of like, you know, natural prairie restoration and also, you know, raising food for people that have nothing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, you know, we could we could use a few more. Oh, I know. A few more Tavias out there, I think. Yes. You know, that's it's very, very she's uh, you human-centric. She seems to,
2: it's not all about business uh, for right. her for sure right. it, Oh it's almost like it's a well yes i'm i'm working hard to grow the business and develop it and she's doing it carefully and with a lot of great support and professional advice um but it's i don't know it's it's so much more driven by her passion for the the, the quality of what she's doing and the right. sincerity behind it and so all the right
3: intentions yeah yeah yeah
2: so it is it is Contagious and, and inspiring. She probably hears that a lot. You're so inspiring, Tavia <laughs> but she is, and uh, yeah, without a doubt, and without I, a doubt, I love my new stuff here. So That's I got excellent. I got the um, as I mentioned earlier the hibernate, oh behave uh, body butter, and then the global warming, global warming muscle rub because I tell you my lower back gives me enough problems. We're
3: both so, we're both getting a little long now, in the tooth here, Fudd. Little, little, little gray, gray, in, the gray in the hair. Yeah, yeah it's a long car trips and air, airplane travel we're, we're both right kvetching about our lower backs and our yeah trip up to sciatic the sciatic cabin if I'm not if if I'm
2: not using cruise control I have to grab the tennis ball and <laughs> put that under my butt so I
3: get rid of that knot That's that develops a tennis butt tennis butt <laughs>
2: yeah. oh
3: it's, it's awful but, but uh, uh
2: looking forward to using some uh some global, global warming, warming. warming,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, and it, and she described it well. But it's it's amazing. You take off the lid of that recyclable tin, and it's just oh, yeah. that warming kind of clovey,
2: mint, menthol, and clove. Oh God, yes. yes,
3: outstanding, outstanding. There's a real holiday scent about clove. Oh yeah, warming, yes. soothing.
2: I love it. You know, I I kind of wonder too if there's. Isn't clove something that is also kind of a mosquito repellent? I know lemon. You know, I'm not sure. That's a good but, question. Um,
3: it's citronella and, and, yeah, you know, lemon balm and things like that. Clove might do it too. Yeah, I'm not sure. Go back to one of our old episodes about putting dryer sheets in your baseball hat and <laughs> okay. coating yourself with greasy oh, emollients right. from a yes. catalog company. We'll just leave it at that.
2: right. I guess put on right. Long pants.
3: Right, or, right. yeah. I don't know. So I understand, Fudd, we might have a few things coming up. Oh, that's right. We in do. the near future. We're going to get back on that horse that threw us. We are. And it's it's that time of year now, early autumn. We're going to yes. be back in the studio. We've got people people, people to talk to see. and people to see and, and interviews to host. and
2: uh, A good friend of ours, Buck Fielding, who's been on the show, uh, he uh, happened to know these used to work with these two gents who wrote a book the book of the spam. definitive history of spam and we're not talking about email trash right we're talking about pork products we're talking about the canned the canned ham product or
3: canned meat spam, food products yes. Yes. yes
2: all about the history and everything um so their names are Dustin Black and Dan Armstrong. And uh, looking forward to that interview. That's going to be a lot of yeah, fun. The that,
3: I mean, yeah, the book well, is hilarious. Yeah,
2: it's a great book. uproariously The, the book of spam, and it's you know, it's just got a lot of pictures and a lot of history of where how canned meat began. Good
3: spam humor. And the yeah,
2: a lot of spam humor. And well, heck, when we were shopping at uh, uh, on our way up to the cabin last time, I. I they, they certainly had plenty of variations of spam. It is, uh, that, you know, so it's still it around. Easy to into get into
3: a, a, a real varied product. A lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of flavorings that can come your way.
2: And even uh, spam um, sushi, I heard, is a oh, kind yeah. of a popular oh, yeah. thing.
3: Yeah, Hawaii. Wow, Polynesian islands, Pacific island, islands, Oceania. Ever spam, since is World War II or so, spam is huge. Spam is huge. You bet.
2: But that's going to be fun and. Um, I've I've been in touch with the folks I don't know if you remember with our conversation with Stan Tequila. He talked about uh an a wild animal rehabilitation center in right. Roseville. Roseville.
3: Minnesota. And right. uh yeah City they, of Roses.
2: I, I stopped by there to hand off our, our cabin country business card and Spoke with a woman named Tammy who was very, you know, enthused about yeah, meeting us. Absolutely, you know, after things slowed down, you know, spring and summer are very busy for them.
3: I would guess the whole year is busy for these folks, but yeah, probably summer and and fall. I'm really, sure. Well, really with really the warm.
2: with the new, you know, offspring of animals. In fact, on the Correct. way over, I remember Correct. seeing a poor young fawn,
3: you know, on oh. the side
2: of the road, and right of course i i showed up and i i had mentioned it and oh yeah we've heard about that of course you know there's there's a radar out and right uh, you know if if there's an animal in pain or that was recently deceased or something and they, they probably know about it wow. but i'm i just can't wait to hear about how that you know it's a non-profit yeah. uh organization and they're there to rescue and take care of of animals and you can and had i known that several years ago when i found a dying crow in my yard i would have taken it the whole two and a half, three miles it would have right. taken right. to go there. But, um, but so I'd really like to learn about that. But we've also, I think we've got some other people in mind, well, too.
3: Well, you know, there have been a few uh, local music giants, artists, movers and shakers in the Twin Cities music, music industry excuse mm-hmm. you know, who have been kind enough to join us and uh, share their thoughts on fishing. Or camping, uh, <laughs> right. or putting up tents, or the Boundary Waters, and yeah, you know, uh, we've had a lot of fun with that. Um, we've got a couple of musicians in the wings, dare we say? Uh, right, who local are. local singer songwriter David Ebner might be joining us from the band Yeah Yeah Fine. Who's Music you might start hearing as sort of bumper music here every now and again on the show. It's uh, yes. right around the corner. And He's then, giving us and the thumbs up to use it. We have another guitarist or two, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to spill the beat. We got the big thumbs up from David. I don't, I don't want to, I've got a, I've got a pretty good thumbs up here from one of my local heroes from the '80s. Uh huh. Um, but, but I'll I'll hold we'll wait that. <laughs> I'll hold that close to the vest until yes. it happens. And then there's several others I'd like to talk to. Uh, if you know or are a local troubadour and would love to talk to us about not just your songwriting but also, oh yeah, cabins, right. camping, fishing, upland yeah. bird game.
4: <laughs> Let's up play the upland game. bird game. Yeah, it's, bird dogs.
3: Interesting. Now, upland game birds. Perhaps you pursue the the pheasant, the grouse. I don't know. I don't know. But yes. Uh, or gives, even giving, uh, giving our musician friends a chance to talk all things outdoors. Right. And uh, and then also, I feel like there's this, is, this what, what am I missing here, Fudd? There's definitely something. I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, it'll probably come to us the minute we, we right. turn off. As soon but, as we uh, sign off and refill our decaf mugs, we'll be like, oh, for Pete's sake, there but, it is.
2: Uh, well, speaking of musicians, and of course, we had the great pleasure of interviewing John Munson. Of, right, right of uh, the new standards and uh, i had a wild hair earlier this summer as you might remember of like hey let's ask those guys to cover our song the, the theme song for cabin country right and uh, so i emailed them and i immediately thought you schmuck come on they're they're, they're busy musicians <laughs> not like they've got anything not to do right with it. yeah however john munson emailed back was very very nice and he's and he said you know it's perfect, just as it is. That's right. It
3: couldn't be better. So I That's said, "Well, right. thank you, John. That was well played, Mr. Munson. Thank you." I and mean, then I,
2: I then I even had the idea of like, uh, well, you know, we just talked with the white sidewalls. How about let's do sort of a, you know, a white sidewalls version of the. But then I thought, no, let's not bother them either. So <laughs> instead, I asked I asked Don to do his you know kind of mixing magic yes. on creating a version of the the cabin country theme as it might sound like by by the uh, white sidewalls so we'll, we'll uh, okay we'll all right we'll
3: ramp out with with right. that in, version in in this, in the style of in the, the style sidewalls. of the white sidewalls. Yes. this
2: way we don't need to bother them or right. bother anybody right. we'll just right. you know so and
3: unless they want to be bothered to talk more about cabin, right
2: or if any other musicians uh, no, we'll we'll do your song. That is awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, at any rate, they're our, lining up. Fud, they're lining <laughs> up at the door. I can see it happening now.
2: Well, thanks, thanks again to Tavia,
3: Indeed. and uh, great interview. A-
2: anybody she may have encouraged to listen to our show. I hope you had the patience to listen to all of our other stuff. Oh yeah. In addition to the great things that Tavia had to share,
3: that was a great, great interview. So a lot thank of fun. you so
2: much, and I am looking forward to enjoying. Ah, enjoying the fine. Ah, I just can't get enough of yeah, this lavender.
3: So, getting uh, a whiff of that of uh, that ball. Easy, easy there, fuck. easy now. Take it Take easy, easy folks. All right. Well, thanks Take again,
2: folks, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll hopefully see us sooner rather than later.
3: Correct. We'll let the cabin door close and the fire ring continue to glow. See you soon.